0: शीर नसीर कहिए नसीर कहिए उन्हें मुनीर कहिए जो सर्वसर है,
1: is tumara karam 87.7 fm se program reflections main hu aapka host zubair akram aur hospe mere mehman hain sheikh سامعین اپ کو یاد دلاتے چلیں کہ اج में میں رمضان کی 18 تاریخ مغرب 8 بج کے 40 منٹ افطار کا وقت ہے 8 بج کے 40 منٹ اور ہمارا آ, یہ جو پروگرام ریڈیو رمضان پہ نشر کیا جاتا ہے ریفلیکشنز کے نام سے یہ اب 7:30 سے لے کر کے افطار کے وقت تک رہے گا آ, امید ہے کہ اپ اس پروگرام سے آ, سیکھ رہے ہوں گے اور اس سے इसके जरिए से जिसका नाम हमने रिफ्लेक्शंस रखा है आप हम हमारी तरह आप भी अपने सोचों के محور को कुरान के इस सूरत पे मरकज रखे हुए होंगे कुरान की यह सूरत सूरह अर-रूम 30वीं सूरत है कुरान-ए-हकीम की जिसकी इतादा एक tarihi वाकये से होती है कि जहां रूमियों को शिकस्त हुई फारसियों से और उसके बाद वापस उनको फतह नसीब हुई और मुसलमानों के जो दिल थे वो रूमियों से जुड़े रहे और उनके लिए ये तकलीफ दे अमर था अगर थे वो तदाद में थोड़े थे लेकिन उनके लिए ये वाइज ये अमर जो था ये जरूरी था कि वो इंटरनेशनली जो कुछ हो रहा है उसमें अपने आप को दाखिल रखें और उससे आगा रहे और उसके बारे में अपनी राय को कायम करें اور اس رائے کی بنیاد پہ لوگوں سے تبادلہ خیال کریں آہ اگرچہ اس وقت مسلمانوں کے تعداد بہت ہی تھوڑی اور وہ آہ اس طرح سے تھے کہ جن کی کوئی گویا انٹرنیشنل سیم کے کوئی حیثیت بھی نہ تھی لیکن اللہ کے رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی حدیث کا مفہوم یہ ہے کہ وہ ہم میں سے نہیں جس نے اپنے ارد گرد کا خیال نہ رکھا تو ارد گرد خیال رکھنا यही जिंदगी बसर करने का ना है उसके बाद की आयाद कुछ स्राह से हैं कि अल् बुलिजद ने हमें बताया कि किस्रा से हमें पैदा किया किस्त्र से हमें जोड़े बनाया किस्रा से हमें ग्रुहु में तकसीम किया रंग और रंग और जुबान की बुन्यादों पर ताकि हमारी पहचान हो सके और किस्रा से اس کے ساتھ اگے چلتے چلتے توحید کا ذکر ہے اللہ تعالی کی پہچان کے آیات جو ہیں اس کی حوالے ہیں اور جو اخری آیات ہم نے کل جس कवर میں ہم نے کور کی وہ رزق کے بارے میں किस्में کہ رزق किसे कहते हैं رزق किसे कहते हैं और کیا ذرائع ہیں جنہیں اپنانا چاہیے और किस तरह से अल्लाह रब्बुल इज्जत पे हमें तवक्कुल करना चाहिए और अल्लाह ताला क्या यह ऐलान कि रिज़ग उसने अपने हाथ में रखा है उसकी तंगी या فراقی यह सरासर उसकी उसके हाथ में है और इसका काविश से कोई ताल्लुक नहीं है काविश करना जरूरी लेकिन उसके नताज़ सिर्फ और सिर्फ अल्लाह आज की उससे अगली है उसकी सुनते हैं और उस
2: Bismillahir Rahmanir
3: Rahim In the name of Allah, the Entirely Merciful, the Especially Merciful. Awalam يروا
2: أن الله الرزق لمن يشاء إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمٍ
3: Do they not see that Allah extends provision for whom He wills and restricts it? Indeed, in that are signs for a people who believe.
2: ذَٰلِكَ خَيْرٌ لِلَّذِينَ يُرِيدُونَ وَجْهَ اللَّهِ وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ
3: So give the relative his right as well as the needy and the traveler. That is best for those who desire the countenance of Allah and it is they who will be the successful.
2: وَمَا آتَيْتُمْ مِنْ رِبَا who فِي أَمْوَالِ النَّاسِ فَلَا يربو عِندَ اللَّهِ وَمَا آتَيْتُمْ مِنْ
3: and whatever you give for interest to increase within the wealth of people will not increase with Allah but what you give in zakah desiring the countenance of Allah those are the multipliers Allah is the one who created you then provided for you then will cause you to die and then will give you life are there any of your partners who does anything of that exalted is he and high above what they associate with him (laughs) (laughs) وَهَرَ
2: <laughs> الْفَسَادُ
3: <laughs> <laughs> <sad> Corruption has appeared throughout the land and sea by reason of what the hands of people have earned so he may let them taste part of the consequence of what they have done that perhaps they will return to righteousness.
1: Sadaqallah <laughs> alazim. alaikum, Sheikh. I think we are on mute. Yes, we are okay now. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum.
4: Wa alaikum Salaam wa rahmatullahi wa Barakatuhu.
1: Allahu Akbar. So, so Shaykh. Sheikh, we if I remember correctly, we ended our session on acknowledging the fact that there are keys to open your risk and there are actions that will become obstacles for your risk. Mm -hmm. mafati, and also uh, obstacles. So there are Mm -hmm. certain things that we do that will enhance our risk. Um, That's probably not the quantity, but probably the quality of it. Mm-hmm. And that included uh, sadaka, that included sela rahmi, that included istighfar, um, uh, as as main things. Sadaka, sila rahmi, and um, istighfar being the three main things, and striving in, in permissible means, mm-hmm. halal. Uh, are the openings, but you, you said something about what if your lock is not working and the keys are okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I've been thinking about the lock. How do we fix the lock? and then mm-hmm. we move on from that concept to the next
4: ideas mm-hmm. So Rahim, so the issue of risk is important because risk, you know in even in aqeedah you know in in theology when we study what we have to believe and what we understand the world to be risk is according to ahlu sunnah wal jamaa is anything that you have that you consume and you use mm-hmm. anything anything that a person um has ownership of even does not have ownership of but ends up consuming and using is the risk and mm-hmm. so if you think about it Rizq can be طيب and it, and, it, and it can be غير طيب It can be good and pure And it can be other than that Because You know the Mu'tazilites This is what I think A lot of Muslims Would not understand Today Is that the Mu'tazilites Were a specific Group of Muslims a Shia Or a, You know um, Firqa As you know As we talked about previously Who believe that um risk is only what's Halal and طيب It's only what's Permissible so risk is a word that's used only for things that are permissible and acceptable that that you then use, so it's like a godly sustenance <clears throat> and um the Jama'ah said, no everything that you end up using and consuming, you know whether you're a religious irreligious, if you're a sinner or a saint, if you use illicit means illegal means unethical means to gain it or not, it's still your risk mm-hmm. so if you look at um people that create monopolies. And put people other companies out of business and then they end up, you know, you know, increasing people's prices and then end up um profiteering from that. That's still risk. A person mm-hmm. that you know um sells illicit um substances that kill society is still the risk, but mm-hmm. it's a risk that is um, frowned upon, it's illicit, it's illegal, it's unethical, it's criminal, it's all these things, but it's still risk. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the thing that you, you either, the, the thing that's important here is that you have the choice of how you gain, say, for example, say everybody has 100% risk, okay. whatever that is, $100,000 or whatever they have to use by by the time they're dead, mm-hmm. okay? That's guaranteed. So it's like a guarantee that is deposited. Now, imagine it's there and you have to, you know, if you go to grounds, you have these um, machines you put money in and then it, gets a toy or something now you you're you're gonna get what's there whatever it is it's gonna come to you your decide your decision is how you get that is it good means or bad means mm. is it things that are pleasing to God and the messenger and yourself meaning your soul your yourself being happy about it and you know if you speak to and I've I've spoken to people that you know sell drugs and I ask them are you happy with this they say no but it pays the bills mm. so it's not as if, you know, you put things in the back of your mind and you say it's okay and you can cut the corners and you can you trample over people's lives. But the reality is that that is going to come to you whether you use this means or that means. Okay, say you've got, you, you, you're you swimming in money by, you know, pushing drugs on the street. At the end of the day, by the time you're in your grave and we've recited the Janazah over you, you know, the point is that what you have consumed by the time you've, we've put you into your grave... Is going to be the same, depending on whether, regardless of whether you earned it through that way or another way, which was um, beloved to God and the Messenger. So the mm. choice is for people, then, isn't it? It's not. It's you know the the blessing, the happiness, the fulfillment that you will get from the billion dollars that you get will be nothing compared to the what you would get if you got something that was per- permissible and acceptable, and you make you go to sleep at night without need, need, needing um, sleeping tablets or whatever. Mm. So it comes with, you know, it's, it's a, it's a double edged sword risk. You know, the choice is always to us to do and decide what we want to do. So, on that point, the um, the issue of halal risk has a lock. So, you know, the kind of idea of risk is there, it's there, you're going to get it unless written it for you. The issue now is if you want to do that steep struggle of doing it. the best of ways that requires a bit of effort and that's the whole point of a test isn't it it's a bit of effort more effort Mm -hmm. it requires a bit more perseverance it requires a bit more reliance on allah it requires a bit more you know um, cultivating taqwa which is the key actually the biggest key to to risk itself Um, and so the person is left with choices and so it's interesting that the 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 keys are in there the lock is you know it's it's rusty, and so the 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 things that you know are stopping you, and you have all the keys that are there. You've been told, oh, these are all the keys to unlock the doors," but the reality is that you are usually doing the opposite of the, using the keys. You're actually doing you're you're inverting the keys. Like mm. taqwa, the opposite of is fisk is like religiosity and and going off the rails in terms of your relationship to God. istighfar is to seek that you're beyond requiring to seek forgiveness from any anybody because you're so um mustakbir so mm, mm. istikbar is like the complete opposite of it you feel self-fulfilled you're the you're the owner of your own destiny and you don't require anything at all you don't need to go to the door of god to seek forgiveness mm. and you know rahim you know keeping good connections you just cut the family ties so all these things are and one of the things other things is like you know um, you know, volume is, is like such a, a a big issue here as well because you know the Prophet said, said that you know a very famous Sahih hadith, da'wat al-mudlum that you know be wary and be very scared and 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 on your guard against the dua of a person that's been wronged. You know, because the Prophet said there's nothing between that person and um God in terms of a hijab. Hmm. Meaning, it's like a direct, you know, they have a special 0800 number which is directly connected to the operator that is that catches the catches attention of Allah immediately because they've been wronged by somebody. And so, if you've wronged people, you know, the reality is that that is going to be a block in all situations against you gaining, gaining pure, pre purified, productive, nourishing, and effective risk. So there's all these things. I mean, it's just like you know, all these things that you you put in your path that stops you getting the
1: risk that you need. Do not do they not see that Allah enlarges and straightens the sustenance of those whom He pleases? Mm -hmm. And there is whole process of getting the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu wa Mm -hmm. Taala and be on His path. So that he the Almighty is pleased with you. Mm-hmm. But that does not guarantee an emancipated kushadgi. You know, kusha, emancipation is kushadga. Kushad, ka, kushad mm-hmm. risk. Mm-hmm. Kula risk. Yeah, uh, so, and flowing. Flowing risk is a blessing. That's something one should desire. Mm-hmm.
4: Correct? Yeah, because be, the thing is you don't look at what it is, you look at where it comes from. So mm-hmm. if you're being given millions and it's overflowing and you don't have place to put it And you don't look and say, oh, um, this is, uh, you know, I must have You just look at where it comes from If it's done in a, a correct way, you just look at the fact that it's from Allah It's from a blessing from Allah And then you, it's an extra responsibility of accounting for it Which you need a good mm-hmm. accountant You know, mm-hmm. you need a good accountant on earth and, and, and the heavens You need good angels to... You know, you know, you register where your money is going in terms of good causes. Mm. You Need a good mm. accountant to make sure you save on tax as well. But the point is, it, you look—you don't look at what it is; you look at with the source of it. Small, little, mm. or, or large—you know—you look at the source. Mm. Um, mm. you know, it's like look at the the Salaf, You know, they when they used to read the Quran, I don't know why this came to my mind. When they used to read the Quran, they used to weep and say, "This is the, the words of my Lord." So. Mm. It's something that is just a recitation. They didn't it wasn't important as a recitation. It was important that the source of it was the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just that was enough for them to revel in the in the in the in the experience of reciting reading and contemplating over the words, the source. And if the source is pure and it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's a it's a blessing. Hmm. You know, hmm. hadith. The Quran is full of the exhortation to share and mention the blessings that God has placed upon you. You know, to the point that even scholars in the past they used to. Um. In fact, I was I was with somebody yesterday, and they were they were um you know, Dr. Rajab, sent in Turkey. He's a he's a pr- professor of sociology. So I was with him yesterday with, with one of the students from Glasgow, and we were speaking, and he just mentioned something that in the past he used to be weary of people you know, serving him or giving him, you know, food or you know serving him tea or coffee. Until mm. he read the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is actually the words of the Prophet Musa when he went to when he when he told the Prophet Suraib, uh, you know, bring us our lunch. Mm. You know, so he told the Prophet, Prophet Musa told the other Prophet, bring us our lunch. And he says the only reason he didn't do it himself is that it gives the, the, another person opportunity to interact with you, so that you're the means by which they gain their risk in terms of knowledge or experience or tarbiyah. Hmm. And he says if it wasn't for that Then it, you would never know how to You know like the Prophet When, I, when he said that I thought the Prophet is, is, You know exactly that Because there's companions that used to carry his sandals There's companions that used to Carry his wadu Which is the water that he used for wadu There was hmm. companions that used to Heat the water of him at night For him to perform tahajjud there was, there was companions For lots of tasks that you would say Well you Na'udbilla, know, that's like unbefitting. Mm, you should be no. a you know a slave prophet, which means do it yourself. Mm, but no. then you don't understand the 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 buy-in there, which is you the person who used to take care of the Prophet in terms of his wado for, for night tahajjud the prophet said to him, you know, he saw that he had he was um you know in a difficult situation. He says, Um, ask me anything, and he's and he basically um he said, basically, I, I, I want your, your your companionship in, in Jannah.
0: Mm.
4: So the Prophet said, mm. He said, Help me in achieving this by multiplying your prostrations in front of Allah. But the point mm. is, that conversation only took place in that private setting because he was a person presenting the Prophet with, with wudu. Mm. Mm. And so mm. that's a type of risk that comes indirectly as well. It's like a, an opportunity, an experience, a bit of advice so you know so this the thing about um, risk uh, risk is obviously we always keep an eye on on the money but risk is the, the you know much more than that as we know is education is something that we invest in hmm. because if you invest in education <coughs> the, the understanding is statistically you get a higher wage packet and so on but having experience insider experience life experience is something that's, you know that's why there's so many life coaches is something that's invaluable People that give you life advice and, mm. and and give you, you know, coaching in terms of how to, you know, essentially live your life, which is a strange thing, but it is, it is some people mm. do think they need need it. Mm. That is all risk as well. That's all multiplication and leveraging of, of your risk, And that's why Allah says that this, the, indeed, and this is, are signs for people that have, keep faith. You know, لِقَوْمِ يُؤْمِنُونَ is like, keep faith. Keep faith because, not have faith. Not just have faith; it means having faith, but it means mm. keeping the faith. Meaning, you know, when things are difficult, you have to keep the faith. You have to mm. keep trust and faith that, that this is essentially for, you know, a higher mean and a and a and a more moral purpose. Even though it's more of a struggle, and um, you know, when you take you make that intention to have risk, which is pure. And, you know, like the Prophet Dawood alayhi salatu Wasam The Prophet said that, you know, the, the Prophet Dawood He used to earn from the work, handiwork of his own self mm-hmm. Even though he was a prophet king He was a prophet king of Bani Israel You know, children of Israel They were headed by the Prophet Dawood He was, you know, swimming in, in wealth In terms of the, the, hmm. the civilization he was in But he used to earn from his own, um, you know, his
1: own hands Mm. Mm. which is also an important uh, concept that um, what we create what we see enterprise uh, what we see as enterprise today mm. it creates wealth and it creates wealth for a lot of people mm. the person who's heading it the person who's at the core mm. they still need to do something with their own hands to earn a livelihood for themselves so mm. wealth creation is different from earning a wage mm.
4: I mean, Islam has is always. I mean, there is a hadith prophesizing in which he said, Alaihi that you know, nine tenths of my 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 community's risk will be through trade," mm-hmm. and not meaning like if you, if you do statistical analysis of Islamic history, nine tenths will be through trade. It just meant that that's the kind of balance of where you have control over where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. So that this, essentially, the hadith is emphasizing the need to have an immediate hand on how your risk comes to you. Because then you can, you know, the chain of how it comes to you is much more, um, as you would say, you know, checkable. You can check exactly where it's coming from and, and to what degree. This is why Imam al Haramein Al-Jawaini's father, when he made the intention to have a family and get married, he, he set aside money that he himself earned through labor as opposed to what he used to earn from the coffers of the public purse because he was a, he was a sheikh he was a mm, um, qadi mm. as well a judge mm. and so obviously he had a stipend from that but that was normal it was it was um he considered to be perfectly acceptable for himself to take it but remember that the the coffers are full of taxes the taxation mm. may be you know a small small percentage might be taxation that was undeserving or whatever it was so the state mm. pays through that he considered that small amount of debt to be you know a compromise so he used to earn from it for himself he collected and he saved his mahar he got married when he got married he insisted that his family was only um fed by the handiwork of his his own hand you know the mm. work of his own hand and then imam Jawaini, he said that you know his father was so strict that he would not let anybody you know feed him or even when he was breastfeeding, he would only allow his own mother to be the one, that, you know, his wife to be the only one that breastfed him because of the fact he sustained her through what he considered halal. And one mm-hmm. day he, it said that his, his you know, Imam Jawani's mother, when he was young, one, unable to breastfeed him and she, she gave him to one of the neighbors. And when Imam Jawani's father came back, he, he realized something was wrong because his son was coughing slightly. And he said, What happened? He said, and his wife said, Well, I had to give him to, such and such because I have no milk and he made his son which was like under 2 years old obviously he made him vomit Vom. the milk out and why we know this is because Imam Jawaini, when he was in his 50s he used to give the most poignant poetic in- insightful and powerful khutbas you know leave people startled and and um he would leave them reflective of what he was saying but sometimes he would stutter and it's people say you 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 go on and you give this khutbah and, and and this sermon and then all of a sudden you inadvertently go into a stutter for a period of time. Then you go back to normal. Hmm. And he says this is the effect of the milk that remained within me that my father said you know it needed to be removed.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
4: And so they had this very uh, deep deep understanding of um, rizq oh, yeah. and that you do it yourself. You know this, hmm. what well, even the Quran, even the, like. Even like stories that you think are unconnected to rizq, such as the story of Maryam, alayhi salam, when she was giving birth to the Prophet Jesus. Mm. Um, you know, the Quran you know, says that she's she's um, thrown out of the city of Jerusalem. She is left to her own devices to give birth under a tree. And she's in need of what? She's in need of sustenance. She's in need of glucose, she's in need of water. That's what you need. You need to keep your strength up. And the Quran. Remember the the Prophet Maryam, Maryam Ali Salam. She was in her young age, before she was even given this, um, you know, you know, kind of very heavy task of of carrying the Prophet Isa. Mm-hmm. She was given, yeah. you know, sustenance by miraculous means, as you know in the Quran. It mentions that she was in the mihrab. In praying and then Allah would send an angel with you know fruits and s- s- sustenance for her out of season mm, mm. but that was when she didn't need it because other people used to come and bring her food the Prophet Zakari used to take, oh, take care of her and bring her food, she didn't need it and, but Allah used to send it to her and then you have the situation slip the flip the coin you've got her in a situation where she's in, she's in deep need and God doesn't send her it mm. Allah says in <laughs> You know, you pull to pull. Um, you have to pull the the palm dates hmm. towards yourself. You have, to, you have to physically push it. Make so an that effort. The, you make an effort, and then we'll, we'll. After that, we'll let you. We'll let some um, these sweet ripe dates fall fall to your feet, and hmm. water will. If only by you know, moving to gain water, you'll be able to get more gain water. The point being that in that situation, you had to strive and struggle. So you know, in one situation she doesn't need it; she's given it. In another situation, she needs it; she's not given it, except through her own actions. That's the perfect metaphor for risk: that you know, you know, God will give you, and can give you, and easily will give you, without you trying. But your responsibility as a human being is to strive and struggle.
1: लोग देखते नहीं किल्ला ही रिुशादा करता है जिसका चाहता है और तंग करता है जिसका चाहता है यकिन इसमें बहुत सी निशानिया है उन लोगों के लिए जो इमान लाए हैं और शेख नेशायद को बहुत सी मिसानों से और बहुत सी चीजों से समझाया कि अभी जो कहद मरियम को जब रिस की تو اس پہ اللہ رب العزت نے ان کو کہا کہ پہلے کچھ کوشش کی رہے اور اس کے بعد قجوریں جو ہیں وہ حاضر کی رہیں گی تو ہمارے لیے ہم مکلف ہیں کوشش کے اور کوشش کے بعد اللہ تعالیٰ کا وعدہ ہے کہ وہ جسے چاہتا ہے کشادگی عطا کرتا ہے اور جسے چاہتا ہے تنگی اور ہم ہر حالت میں راضی و رہتے ہیں ریفلیکشنز میں کا
0: جانا کھا کے جانے جہانا کھا اس رکھوں میں सचया खाते रब दी मशाना जिस शान तो शाना सब बनिया जिस 18th of ramadan
1: 840 is iftar time. 840 is iftar time. 30th surah of Quran, Surah Al Rum. And we are on 37th and 38th ayah of this surah. Uh, Sheikh, uh, the next one. Uh, So give his due to the near of kin and to the needy Mm -hmm. and to the wayfarer. That is better for those who desire to please Allah. It is they who will prosper. Mm -hmm. So the concept of prosperity is conditional to above three things?
4: Hmm. The concept of prosperity. So you're saying, hmm. So it will, it so, will be so for, those people that will be falah, they will have falah, falah and falah. success. Yes. So
1: Yeah, so the prosperity, <clears throat> as we know it, you know, people who are prospering are the ones with you know huge big houses and cars and you know uh, lots of uh extra cash mm-hmm. available to them they can buy without looking at the price tag mm-hmm. and they can move around on um on this earth the the way and how they feel um that's yeah living like
4: kings, i mean in the in the past that would be a description of a king wouldn't it
1: yeah, but that, that's that's a lot of population living like. Yeah,
4: this. so the thing is, I mean, the relative poverty in the world has, has decreased um, exponentially over the last um, fifty years. I mean, you know, um, absolute poverty in a sense um, it, it, it's, And actually in a, in a way that's unprecedented in human history. So there is, mm. you know, obviously this whole issue of poverty and and um, have the haves and have nots in in certain senses but in terms of the relative distribution of wealth you know apart from the extremes the extreme extremes I'm talking about like the the 0.5 percent on either you know the top and then probably five percent at the bottom the kind of relative movement of affluence um, and and elimination of of absolute poverty is is quite stark but it also leads because the nature of the economic system to extreme states of wealth and and um, poverty on the extremes so at the kind of mm. the, the, the upper, upper and lower level and um, so the reason for, for that is and uh, you know there's numerous reasons for that but the thing here is that there is this whole discussion about this risk and Allah expanding it for every world and, and constricting it this is a sign for people that keep faith so then Allah straight away after that mentions Because of this You know We know it's because of this Allah says fa'ati. Fa'ati means Like because of what's come And as a result of what We've just said About the fact that God Expands risk For whoever he wills And and constricts it Therefore give You know So there's a connection Between the fact Your understanding And having faith In the fact that Sustenance You know know, Is open-ended And closed Due to Allah It's and so at that point it needs to be stressed. Because of that, the idea that by giving you'll go into negative equity, where did you get that from? So this is it. This the whole idea is okay. If you're saying that you're gonna give and you're gonna be in less, you're gonna have less risk mm. by giving, Allah has just explained to you that He gives to every wills and restricts. This is a sign for people that keep faith, and therefore. Give your relatives their they're right. Hmm. You know, so it's almost like the Prophet says in a hadith, that I'm indeed I am nothing but a distributor, and it's God that gives. Hmm. So you know, that's like God gives wealth, and the Prophet was the one that distributed wealth. So one of his names is Al-Qasim, the one is hmm. the one that distributes, apportions things, you know, apportions um. You know, guidance and apportions, wealth and apportions, other things as well. And therefore, you have to also be part and parcel of that as well. You have to be a person that apportions people's risk through you. So like that person who's going to be your relative that receives their right. Where did they get it from? From you, from your hand, from your bank account, whatever. The point is, that is going to be the risk once they consume it. And so you're a vehicle through which God... Expands people's risks and restricts people's risks, hmm. and so all the only thing that we're asking is, how are you going to gain reward for that, or are you going to give it to them when you die, and it's going to be part of the distribution of inheritance, for example? So everything, everything essentially is going. To, if you think of it, everything trickles down to where it's supposed to be. Hmm. Okay, if you think of water pouring water into a, imagine a kind of a, a, a root system. That's kind of pipes. I don't know mm-hmm. if you can imagine that. Imagine you've got a thing at the top and you've got all these pipes connected and they're all connected. If you pour water at the bottom, at the top, sorry, it's going to trickle into all the capillaries at some point. Mm-hmm. And now the only thing is, it's going to happen, but you, ha- your choice for, for gaining the ple- God's pleasure is to decide what what path those take. Mm. So it's going to get to where it's going to get to. Your issue is going to get you, you know and it's going to get you Don't worry about it, your question for you is how am I going to get it, it's going to get to you and then the other thing is to what degree are you going to be a person that gives other people their material wealth, is it going to be through means that are good or evil, are they going to be means that are pleasing to God or not, and so Mm -hmm. this is what Allah says, and therefore give, you know it's an order give your relatives their their right Haqqahu poor and also people that are destitute and the people that are wayfarers people that are traveling who have no money and they're you know on a path Allah says this which is this path of granting and giving is better for those that desire are in, are desirous of the countenance of Allah the pleasure of God the companionship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know to be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Ma'iyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ulaika, humul mufleekun and it's these it ultimately that will be the ones that are successful so the test is not like a test falah is like this success this test this race this competition in terms of distributing wealth it's about you know your choice and the reason you're doing it is you know Gaining of pleasure, the gaining of reward, the gaining of, you know, the good company of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, meaning His close, um, you know, concern and mercy upon you. That's what waj Allah it's, it's, means. Uh,
1: <clears throat> uh, is there a tarbiyah in this? Is there a gradation of how it's come, like kin, then needy, then wayfarer?
4: Yeah, there's a, there's an obvious. You know, kind of sequential issue in terms of the the people mentioned here, because you know the Qurba are the people that have blood ties, while mm-hmm. Miskeen are the people that you know that are Miskeen because you know they're Miskeen through the very nature of the fact they're in your locality. Mm-hmm. And Wabnis Sabil are are wayfarers that belong somewhere else that are passing by. So you know, Miskeen Wabnis Sabil Miskeen is a person that's in destitute living, but Wabnis Sabil is a person on a path on a, on a journey. And nowadays we would call these people, you know, what's the word we would use? Refugees. Mm,
0: mm.
4: You know, in, in certain ways, because you know, you know, in the past, Wibniss Sabil was a person um traveling, but it wasn't just it weren't people didn't travel in the past, to be honest, to go sightseeing. They weren't tourists, there was no constant mm, tourism. Mm. People traveled for reasons, and when you're traveling, you're away from your 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 protected zone. And the the kind of context within which your life is um, safe. Mm. And so there's so many difficulties for a person on on the path of traveling. And mm. therefore, they were the most vulnerable. And therefore they, were, therefore, they were people that, even though you might not know who they are, they might have different color skin, different color of eyes, different language from you. But the moment that they become Ibn Sabil, you know, a wayfarer, a traveler, we're not again, we're not talking because when we say travelers, now we think about people backpacks and hiking mm, and all these mm. things. No, we're talking about people that have had to leave where they were and they've got no means of income. Mm. And so, what's happening nowadays, I mean, you, the whole um, you know, crisis of um, influx of migrants from Ukraine, for example, you mm. know, it shows that you know, when that when Allah says here that they do it and they're they, 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 they it's done specifically, um, and it's good for those that that desire the the face of Allah, the countenance and pleasure of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. You see that people do help, but they do it for different reasons. And so do it for the sake of God himself. And as we saw in the in the previous verses, we talked about the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created signs in your colors and your your tongues. Hmm. these are these are these are signs. and it doesn't say that these are mean reasons for differentiating and, and prejudicing. And discriminating, which is how society now works. You will have people that will give wealth and homes. You know, in, in the UK, they've got a scheme that they'll give you three hundred something pounds if you put up a Ukrainian family. Mm. Now, that that is, you know, you know, you have to understand that where it is, but it's pretty clear mm. that you know the color of skin and and eye color is nothing there just so that you can you know marvel at the creative work of God is there because you like that color more you know mm-hmm. so therefore you, you open it up not for the sake of God but for the sake of promoting and and um, preserving a specific genetic or color color um, color bias you would say
1: yeah it goes beyond the color bias isn't it? it's, it's the, the civilizational bias
4: Bit, yeah, so civilizational bias the whole thing it's it uncovers you know when Allah says <inaudible> you know to give and to do it for the sake of God not like the criteria isn't um okay where are they from do they speak this language are they this color are they part of a Christian nation are they you know it's for the sake of God
0: mm.
4: there's a different complete different criteria for helping and giving to all these categories of people. And this is like pre-modern society, the Qur'an. If you don't take it as the word of God, the least you can say it comes from a society that was pre- pre-historic, pre-modern, mm-hmm. you know, relatively uncivilized if you want to use those words. And you have to give it at least some credence that it had a, such a universal, modern outlook on how people should be dealt with.
1: Yuriduna wajhallah.
4: Yeah, that's it. There is, you know, like in Surah Al-Insan, inna like we give you, and when they're saying it, they're saying we're only we're only, we're only doing it for the sake of God. Mm. We don't want any thank or gratitude. Mm. So this is like no strings attached, nothing mm. about who you are, where you come from, where you're going, who we are. It's just for the sake of Allah because the connection between me and you is that you're Bani okay. Adam, you're you're mm. sons of Adam, God mm. created Adam from clay, and you know the Prophet Adam was a a servant of God. And that's the connection. It's enough for us. So, you know, there is this
1: sometimes um, anomaly or confusion that uh, people who are near to you, it's an uncomfortable topic. It's an uncomfortable thing what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. There's always a discussion in families that certain parts of your family become dependent on you and they habitually become almost dependent on you. Mm. And they stop striving mm-hmm. when they stop working hard, they stop striving and they're dependent on you. You keep giving, they keep taking.
4: Mm. So, I mean, you know, Allah could, you know, I'm not gonna make this. Uh, you, you know what I'm gonna say now? <laughs> Do you know what I'm gonna
1: say? Uncomfortable. Yeah, go on.
4: No, no, you
1: know what I'm gonna say now. <laughs> no,
4: no, 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 you're not know gonna. <laughs> But the thing is, um, you were saying, well, the say
1: Allah subhanahu wa taala also gives without.
4: So they keep phoning and they keep asking, and you keep giving, and then it's almost like, the, the, instead of seeking a, a, a livelihood, they know this is where the risk comes from. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's true, but what lessons does that give you about how the world works? Like, um, you know, think of, you know, imagine Allah subhanahu wa taala looking at the looking at creation. And just looking at people, just just waiting for things to trickle down to them, and not striving. Mm. Every when God could cut off everybody's sustenance, and God doesn't. He doesn't. Subhanahu wa taala have this sense that you know they're not doing their own work. They just keep asking Mm. and keep asking and keep asking. You know the fact that you're a tributary, the least of it is you're a tributary tributary to a person gaining risk, Mm. and. Your your discomfort and your, your your discomfort and your anger at somebody not striving for their own risk is one thing, which is actually a good thing to you know you make people you know understand the, the quality of a kisb, which is to acquire your own wealth and to 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 you know strive and to and, and, you know better yourself. But the other aspect is you're in a situation where you still have the opportunity of co- connecting something, which is again a deeper you know, diff- deeper kind of institutional thing, which is protecting the family unit.
0: Mm,
4: because right. if you say, okay, they shouldn't, and they don't, and then they fall, and it falls apart, then it's affecting you as much as it's affecting them. Yeah,
1: that, that's true. That, that's, In a sense, yeah.
4: so it's like you—you you might have a generation of people after you, from your offspring or whatever, or family unit, who then are detrimentally affected by their destruction or their falling into kind of a complete you know breakdown in terms of their own family yeah so it's almost like you you have to have an infrastructure a wide infrastructure even in an age of social security which i think those days are slowly um coming to an end you know coming well every every economic commentator is saying basically the same thing they're just not able to put on the front end front front headline page you know so the point is that infrastructure it's almost like you know when you give taxes. So mm. I think it's the same thing. I mean, if you're giving taxes, you should have the same problem. I mm. know. Mm. Mm. You. I mean, if you if, if you give British taxes, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your political view. If you're a Muslim giving political tax, you're giving taxes, your your taxes are being used to bomb people. If you're mm. an American, your taxes are being used. You know to you know you talk about the tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of of, of munitions dropping on people's heads. Mm. And I think just today I was reading the, the Pakistani um, government has 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 drafted permission for America to use Pakistani airspace to bomb Afghani's. Hmm. So you know there's you know every you know, your wealth is going somewhere you don't want it to go. And and the thing is that's in taxation you can't you can't micromanage this. And the reality is that is something that you just is part and parcel of where you, where we are. And you have to. So they, to there
1: are two levels, right? Someone yeah. asks and you give. But then, you know, you keep your finger on the pulse and you actually mm-hmm. seek um, some knowledge about, you know, how people are living. And if they are in mm-hmm. need, then you, and you're able to, you fulfill the need. Um, And it doesn't matter if someone's habitually kind of just become dependent. So the
4: dependency it. is if it's dependency required for, you know, you know, existence or some kind of material um, Need But they're lazy, they're not going to Do it themselves, then that's still mm. a need Still a need If it gets to the point where it's a habitual and they're using it for You know, frivolous You know Investments or, you know, it's, it's basically not a need Then obviously no. you shouldn't be giving Because there are people more deserving So that when Allah says You know, give the people of kin Their right It's not their mm. right if they don't need it When Allah says, haqqahu, haqqahu is like, (laughs) it doesn't say just give, you know, open check to your family that they can have, give them a credit card that they can use in your expense.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: It says, haqqahu, if there's a haqq, they have to be given it. Now, you're not the person to decide like they're too lazy, they should, you know, get education or they should do this or that. That is their own choice. But if they have a a need, then the haqq is that you do give them. Now, their lifestyle choices is another thing that's, you know, mm-hmm. you, there's kind of um, give and take in these kind of issues all the time in our own lives. So there's always this kind of, um, I would say, wastage. Even, like, in taxation, it's understood as waste, a massive wastage. And, and the more developed a country, the less they say. I mean, this is how they say it. The less developed a country, the less wastage. I would say the opposite. I was reading today that, um, you know, the, the British government have got this... Um, this policy to send um, people that are to be um, repatriated, sending them to U- Uganda. Mm, mm. So there's this whole thing that people come and their asylum uh, applications rejected. They send them to Uganda, which is this amazing, you know, Jannah It's like paradise. <laughs> but the thing was that you know what happened as soon as they, that policy was created, you know, one of the ministers, they, they, their closest friends and allies, they purchased a mass massive plot of land next to U- the Ugandan airport. Hmm. Because obviously they're going to have to build a, a, a processing yeah. center, and yeah. and you're going to, I mean, who's going to have to, who's going to be paid the rent for that land, which is basically nothing not now? Now all of a sudden, PCR so,
1: tests. That reminds me, of PCR tests. Oh, the PCR test is
4: a good a good laugh, wasn't it? Good laugh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. no one's been told how much the vaccinations cost per shot. I don't know yeah. if anyone knows that, but I, 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 you'd be really shocked. So hmm. I won't say it because people break their fast. <laughs> so you know the kind of vaccination shot i mean it is a gravy train beyond imagination yeah and therefore you know you're paying into that in some way and if you started to take account and there's actually a group in the uk i think it's called the taxpayers alliance Mm -hmm. that its job was and it's like a kind of fringe group but its task task was to and it's a kind of voluntary organization to check how the government spends money and you know the more you look at it the more you're shocked you know the amount of money people taxation people pay and where it goes to you know leave aside wars and 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 all these kind of things it's just the the leakage is amazing and then they complain about developing societies having like corruption and stuff like that it's kind of a bit of a a bit Mm -hmm. of a paradox and and, then you know if you're a comedian you'd have a good time exploiting it
1: اے مومن को کو اس کا حق دو اور مسکین اور مصافر کو اس کا حق دو یہ طریقہ بہتر ہے ان لوگوں کے لیے جو اللہ کی خوشنودی چاہتے ہیں اور وہی فلاح پانے والے ہیں آ, اس آیت کو سمجھنے میں ایک بہت ہی آ, قلیدی آ, جو کانسپٹ ہے وہ یہ تھا کہ آ, اس آیت کا درمیانی حصہ وہ یہ کہ اللہ یعنی سب کچھ صرف اور صرف اللہ کے لیے ہے. اللہ کی خوشنودی کے لیے اس کا حق اور طریقہ بہتر ان لوگوں کے لیے جو اللہ کی خوشنودی چاہتے ہیں جو اللہ کی خوشنودی چاہتے ہیں گویا وہ کیا کرتے ہیں کہ وہ رشتداروں کو ان کا حق دیتے ہیں مسکین اور مسافر تک ان کا حق پہنچاتے ہیں جو کہ اللہ نے ہمارے رزق میں ان کا رزق رکھ دیا ہے سگیت حسین شاہ صاحب ہمارے بزرگ ہیں जो हिस्सा है गरीबों और मिसकीनों का वो पहले माल में से अगर कोई डेरी बनाई जाए तो उस डेरी का जो सबसे ऊपर वाला हिस्सा है वो उन लोगों का है जो उस पे हक रखते हैं वो हक पहले निकलता है और उसके बाद में आपका क्योंकि आपको जो रिस्क मिलता है दूसरों लोगों के रिस्क की वजह से मिलता है हुँ. یہ بھی ایک قلیدی کانسپٹ ہے جو کہ سمجھنے کی ضرورت ہے اور ہم نے شیخ سے یہ بھی سمجھا کہ ایک عام طور پہ ہمارے گھروں میں یہ بات پائی جاتی ہے کہ فیملی کے کچھ حصے دوسرے فیملی کے کچھ حصوں پہ گویا ڈیپینڈنٹ ہو جاتے ہیں ان, ان پہ تقیہ کر لیتے ہیں اور ہمارے گھروں میں ایک عام طور پہ شکایت پائی جاتی ہے کہ عادتن وہ شروع کر دیتے ہیں لیکن ہم کون ہیں کہ ان کی اس عادت کے की जो है को जांच पताल करेंगे वह आदतन कर रहे हैं मुजबूरी से कर रहे हैं और अगर आदतन भी कर रहे हो तो क्या हम सिर्फ उस ह तक मदद कर सकते हैं जिस सतक हम उसके मुकलिफ हैं जिस सत तक हमारे पास उसकी सकत है और ताकत है उसके बाद लोगों पेशक करना या लोगों की आधात को द्रुसगी जब तक के वो ठीक नहीं होंगे उनके किरदार ठीक नहीं होंगे तब तक हम उनकी मदद नहीं करेंगे ये गलत रवैया है दुरुस्त रवैया ये है कि जब जरूरतमंद आप तक आपके दरवाजे पे दस्तक दे और आप इस हालत में हो कि उसकी मदद कर सकें तो आपको मदद जरूर करनी चाहिए बल्कि यतामा और जो करीबी रिश्तेदार हैं उनकी चाहिए उनकी खबर रखनी चाहिए कि जरूरत में हैं तो उनकी को पूरा किया जाए आज की आयात थी अगली आयत और उस पर हम प्रोग्राम का ्थताम करेंगे वह है कि जोशूद तुम देते हो ताकि लोगों के अंवाद में शामिन होकर वह बढ़ जाएं الल्लाह कि नजदीक वह नहीं बढ़ता और जो जकात तु मल्ला की खुश्णु दी हासलने के राज्य से देते हो इसी के देने वादे दरहकीकत अपने माल बढ़ते हैं से से hmm. Yeah, so Yes, this is this verse is interesting because it it, it, it
4: it contrasts between two thing concepts. One is um Riba literally means to increase. yarbu yarbu because it says the yarbu means to increase. So and Allah says uh, what you have given out of you know, usury, uh, riba is translated as usury, which is exo- exorbitant and, um, you know, exponential, what we call interest, um, so that increases in the wealth of people. Allah says, okay, the whole point is it will, I mean, the whole point, if you do the calculation, it will increase. Okay, so mm-hmm. you percentage-wise, interest rate's high, or you, in, 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 you know, you have loan sharks in a lot of <clears throat> cities in, in the UK, who give money and then they ask for ext- you know, ex- extortionate amounts back The fact is, in reality, it does increase But Allah says It does not grow in the sight of God So remember, the, the reason why risk was mentioned before this And it was sustained and, and, and focused upon in the previous verses Is to give you an idea of where does wealth come from Where does the risk come from Where's the thing that sustains you come from It comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And so the ultimate end of wealth if it's not sustaining and healthy and productive it will be of nothing no use for allah says and the opposite side of that زكاتين, and what you give and grant out of this and in fact you know you know give but it's also like performing zakat it's you know it's an action of worship it's an act of worship you know, again, that that emphasis is there. You know, seeking out the, the face and countenance and pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Those are the people that have and kathira. It's like this. I do. If you want, you want interest, you want multiplicity, you want a profit. Those are the people that will profit. And so, you know, the thing here is, there's two words in Arabic: zakat and zakat. Sorry, mm. um, riba and zakat. Mm. The two terms literally both mean the same thing, to increase and you know, to mm. grow. You know, zakah means to purify, but also means to grow. Um, and so they both mean the same thing, but they have different effects. Because the basically you have a big, big mountain of something, but it has no value and it has no effect and it has no um, essential value in the hereafter. And Low zakah, density. It's not, Yeah, it's like this kind of mirage. It's like, you know, in the desert, they have this idea of mirages, which you see water, you see something. It's something that has no value. It's hollow and spiritless and, and, and lifeless. Whereas zakat is this idea of growth, which is kind of natural, which is purifying at the same time, almost like a pruned tree, that you, the tree which is pruned and then it allows it to grow because zakat also means to clean something you know so it's like imagine you have you have you imagine your wealth is like a tree a fruit tree Mm. when you've given the fruit you've plucked it you know at a certain point in the season you have to you have to prune the tree don't you Mm. the pruning of the tree helps it to grow and remember you're pruning you're taking things off that is like the zakat you give to people and then what's left is the tree that you have that you own you'll find it giving much more fruit much more productivity much more blessing by the fact that you've cut things off and given it to people mm-hmm. and this is why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says المضعفون, from, from ضعفة, which is like this idea of increase this idea of, of multiplicity it, this idea of overflowing increase and so you know the contrast is clear the contrast is again with the previous verses all about this thing of you know people you know thinking that risk is is from what they own or they themselves increase and decrease their own risk. No, it's God that increases and decreases. All mm. you're asked to do is make the choices: good choices, bad choices. Mm. Bad choices meaning exploitative. You know, taking wealth of other people, using your wealth as a leverage to harm people through, you know, usury, for example. Mm. And the other hand is to prune, to prune and to to distribute and to give, in what is you know one you know as you know is is the, the great grand pillar. With the pillar of salah of Islam, zakat.
1: Hmm, hmm. Uh, so, आज की ये जो आयात हैं आपके सामने रखी गई समय हमारे reflections का वक्त खत्म हो चाहता है। आज reflections में हमने risk और उसके बाद zakat के concept को समझा है। InshaAllah कल दोबारा हम तकरीबन इसी वक्त uh, साथ से लेकर के आपकी जुदत में हाजिर रहेंगे आज इफ्तार का वक्त है 8:40 ग्लासगो में 18 रमजान मुबारक कल तक की इजाजत दीजिएगा
4: अस्सलाम